Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I want to welcome you to Sunday Morning Live. That is SML Inside the Pages with me, Pastor Carl Henderson, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, Incorporated, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. Today is May 6, 2021, and God is still good. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m., and Thursdays, Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the Word of God, therefore we are faithful, we are bold, we are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the Word of God. Let me say that again. The best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. There's no other way. There's no alternate. There's no plan B. God only has a plan A, and that is obedience. Certainly, I pray, hope and pray that you have had a blessed day. Some of you are starting your day. Others are coming into the day. No matter where you find yourself, according to the Greenwich Time Machine, just know that this is the day that the Lord has made, and we can rejoice and be glad in it. We're going to go into the book of Acts, the 16th chapter, beginning at verse uh, 1, right after the prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would bless, Lord, uh, those that are listening near and far. Lord, we pray and ask, Lord Jesus, that you would have your way, Lord God. Lord, move in our lives according to thy will. Lord Jesus, we pray that your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Lord God, we pray to line up with your will. Lord, we want to be found uh, doing your work, Lord. Lord Jesus, we believe your word. You said if we believe your word and, and apply your word to our lives that we will live in your statues. Lord, we know that you place your word above even your name, Lord God, and that your word is going to perform whatever it is sent out to do. It's not going to uh, fail, Lord Jesus, and we pray and ask that you will strengthen our hands, Lord, bless our minds, our hearts, Lord God, each one that have committed themselves unto you, Lord God, each one that has recommitted themselves, Lord God, we pray, Lord, that for their well-being, Lord Jesus, to be steadfast, unmovable, uh, abiding in your work, Lord. Lord Jesus, the work of ministry, Lord God, whatever work that you have, gifts of help, Lord Jesus, knowledge, wisdom, Lord God, Lord, healing, Lord God, however you want to use us, Lord, use us. Have your way, Lord God, Lord Jesus, that you be glorified, Lord, so that men will know that your kingdom is near. We ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. Lord, touch those that are sick in their body. Lord God, we pray for healing for those, oh Lord God, the prayer requests that have gone out. Lord, that you would bless. Lord Jesus, touch the doctor to find the, 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 the problem. Lord Jesus, identify it properly. 
Lord Jesus, the that the right prescription when necessary is given, Lord Jesus, and we know that you are the antidote. Lord, we know that it's you, Lord God, that touches the body, Lord God, Lord Jesus, and is able to heal. Lord Jesus, that the body does not reject, Lord God, medicines that are being taken, Lord Jesus, exercises that are being done, Lord God, but bless, Lord. We ask these, uh, these many blessings in Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> the book of Acts, the 16th chapter, beginning at verse 1 through 5, not going to be long, just want to touch a little bit. The word of God, I pray that you are in the word of God. The Bible tells us that heaven and earth will pass away, but his word is going to stand. That no matter what, his word is going to be here. His word is, is eternal. And you want to be found in the word of God. When I say found in the word of God, I'm not talking about being able to quote the scripture. I'm talking about you are applying it to your life. You're living it. You're living the word of God. The Bible said we are living epistles written and read of men. So when somebody look at your life, they're not reading. Um, well, let's just say they're, they're able to see and read uh, that God has blessed you, uh, that he has blessed you to live a sanctified life, that he has blessed you to be holy <clears throat> That as they read, they feel convicted and that they want to be holy too. That they, what, what can I do to be like you? You know, uh, matter of fact, some will even look and say, I remember when we ran the streets together. I remember some of the things that we did together. I remember some of the things that I was afraid to do that you did. Uh, you know, but uh, God has blessed you and has turned your life around. And I want my life to be changed too. You know, come a time in all of our lives that as we mature, you know, <clears throat> people like to think that they're grown. Well, that just means that you're responsible, that you're independent, you're responsible. And so, you know, if you're going to, uh, it comes a time in our lives where we mature to a place where, where we know that each day we're getting closer to, and closer to leaving here. And, you know, uh, that's not doom and gloom. It's, it's only gloom if, you, if you're if on the wrong side of the fence. And, and so the Bible tells us over in Acts, 16th chapter, the first and the fifth verse, it said, then came he to, uh, to Derby and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a certain woman, which was a... Uh, which was a Jew or Jewish and believed, but her, but his father, Timothy's father was a Greek. Now, this was well reported by the brethren that were in Lystra and Iconium. So everybody kind of knew. So let you know that this wasn't too large of a place. Stuff was kind of spread it around. You know, when you're in certain environments, certain places, uh, you know, everybody kind of know your business. Um, and, and so it's up to you. And some things you can keep to yourself. And, and there are other things that people are going to observe and, and report. They didn't have a bad report. 
they just did they just was dealing with the issue of prejudice. And so um, the Bible says him, Timothus, would Paul have to go forth with him and to and circumcise him because of the Jews which were in those quarters. For they knew all that his father was a Greek. So that, that was a big deal. His father was a Greek. And as they went through the cities, they delivered them the decrees for to keep that they were ordained of the apostles and elders which were in Jerusalem. And so were the churches established in faith and increase in number daily. Now, uh, Derby was a city in the Roman province of, uh, you know, of uh, Asia Minor and the and in the ethnic region of Laconia. Lystra, is, as we see, is, is noted uh, because of the, the fact of Timothy. It, it wouldn't be uh, such a deal as far as the two cities and, and Lystra stuff. But because of uh, Timothy and because of uh, his parents' relationship, the, the fact that um, this young man, um, you know, during these trying times and, and the, the way people felt, his mom was Jewish and, and his dad was a Greek. However, they believed God. They believed God. Uh, they believe, you know, belief is the acceptance that is, uh, you know, statement is true or that something exists. The question is, do you believe God? Uh, Timothy's mom, she believed God. Let's give her a name, Eunice. Um, and his grandmother, Lois, she believed God. His father, uh, not named, but... I believe that he believed God as well. And so um, the Bible says, how can two walk together except they agree? And so there, there was a meeting of the minds there. Now, if there's something different than you pointed out to me in the scriptures and we'll go from there. But uh, they believe God. And we ought to believe God as well. Uh, this wasn't, uh, there weren't too many places uh, in that day, just like it is now, that doesn't have some form of idol worship. And these cities were no different. Uh, understand, we all must understand uh, that ignorance is an opportunity for their, uh, for enlightenment. You know, uh, all of us have been uh, ignorant. The Bible said we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We, we, practice ignorance and then some things we did knowing um, that we have to be enlightened but thank God that we uh, today we need to present our bodies as living sacrifices we know that I know that you know that and we're sharing that with others that you need to uh, you need to be committed unto the Lord and in order to do that you must believe God the Bible tells us in Psalms 119, 130, it says, The interest of thy word giveth light, and it giveth understanding unto the simple. Like Evangelist Paul, you and I are lights. 
we're illumination and we're to illuminate the word of God. We're to illuminate his presence. We're to illuminate uh, his word. And we do that by, through our belief, which governs our behavior. We could believe and misbehave. But when we truly believe, we wholeheartedly, then it, it causes us to have some, uh, not to misbehave. Matthew 5, 14 through 16 says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do a man light a candle, put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. The Bible says, then came he to uh, Derby and Lystra and behold, a certain disciple was there named Timothus, the son of a certain woman, uh, which was Jewish and uh, believed, but his father was Greek, which was well reported of the brethren that were in Lystra and Iconium. Timothy's name means honoring God. Well, his mother and father agreed in honoring the Lord. Uh, you didn't just name a child, but you know there was an agreement uh, between the, the two, just like there is and should be an agreement today of what the child's name should be. Timothy's uh, dad, being a Greek, drew uh, some criticism. Uh, just like that of other racial relationships uh, at during certain time periods. Even though they felt the, the blackberries were sweet and the mandangos had what they wanted, there was still an issue. You know, when we look at history, we see that, that publicly they made a, a, a mockery. Publicly, they frowned upon things. Uh, but when they got behind closed doors, those slave owners uh, had uh, some of our sisters. Those slave owners had some of our brothers. Uh, and they even built separate rooms for them to keep them separate from others because they wanted them to themselves. So apparently they wasn't, uh, prejudice only went so far. You know, if you, if you claim that, that, uh, that, that, People are detestable, white, black, yellow, brown, green, whatever color. And, and then you fooling around with them, then I guess you you are detestable too. And so, you, you know, uh, but that wasn't the case. Like I said, uh, they knew uh, that uh, those slave owners, whether it was a female slave owner, she wanted, uh, they had mandigos that they were holding on to. And, and those slave owners, males knew that, uh, those blackberries were good. And so, uh, but in public, it was a different story. And so uh, they dealt with that throughout history. Moses married uh, Ethiopian and his brother and his sister acted unseemly because of it. Uh, it wasn't that they were different as far as their skin color, but 
there was something about the the Ethiopian and something about their characteristics or maybe within their behavior uh, that they were uh, hoping that that he married someone else, but he married an Ethiopian. And so Ethiopia, as you know, was on the other side of the Garden of Eden. Uh, Eden was a place that was already established and God looked uh, for a certain place to plant a garden and he chose Eden. But uh, Ethiopia and those lands were already existing and soon would be populated after the human race was established uh, with uh, different people, or not different people, but people um, in different regions, to put it that, people of different regions. Uh, and so, because even Adam himself was created from the dust of the ground, and that ground had color to it. Let's go on. Paul saw something in this young man and mentored him in the ministry. Timothy believed God. And, and what was about to come next, you know, I don't think Timothy didn't know. Uh, God was, uh, was about to give guidance uh, for all, through Timothy, all new ministry, ministers, deacons, bishops, uh, you know, the epistles that Paul prepared as he was mentoring and teaching Timothy became known as the uh, uh, the pastor's epistles because it gives much guidance to uh, the minister and uh, how we conduct ourselves and what we should do and what we should pay attention to and uh, what we should do as we carry out administrative duties and not do them with any, uh, carry them out in fear. And not much is known about his father. Neither is it mandatory for your salvation, but it was for his. It was for Timothy. His father took care of them. And so uh, fathers, we, we need to have, or we have a job to do. We have a place to be and an influence to share uh, with our sons and daughters. So we need to be there. We need to be in the moment of our sons. We need to be in the moment of our daughters. Uh, and so uh, it, it's not to say, you know, we don't have to say a lot, just be present, just be there. You could be a man of little words and your children will understand uh, your likes and dislikes. They will understand what um, what they what they know should be done and what should not be done. Uh, just like mothers have a certain, have a certain look, they can give you that look uh, and, and stop you in your tracks. Uh, fathers have a certain, uh, a certain ability within themselves that, that speaks a lot, speaks values. And so we need to make sure that we be there. We need to be in the, there. It, it makes you shine. It makes you, the brightest bulb in the room when you're there, uh, when they plan in a sports event and you there, it makes you shine bright in their eyes. Uh, no matter what the event, whether they win or lose, uh, no matter what the musical event is that they might be performing in, uh, just be there. Just let your presence be known as much as possible. It makes a difference. Being, be there. One of my favorite books is The Pillar of a Man's Heart. Uh, this book, uh, I, 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 
I've read it several times. I gave copies of it away because it articulated uh, principles that I think that we should all know, such as how to be, how and when to be a king in the home, how and when to be a mentor in the home, how and when to be a provider in the home, how and when to be a protector. Those four areas are very important. You can take a table and that table has four legs and remove one of the legs. It may balance, it might stand. You might get it to stand a little, but you remove two of the legs, it's not gonna stand at all. Certainly if you remove three. And so there has to be a balance. You have to know when to be a king, when to be a, a protector, when to be a mentor, when to be a, pro, a provider. And so you, you need all four. And so it makes a difference. And so I appreciate uh, the, the pastor there in Oregon, that uh, Pastor Stewart, I believe it is, um, that had and that had authored this book. And so, as I said, during our, our men's book study, and on my personal time, I had read it, and it helped quite a bit. Something that really, uh, in the early years, as a committed father, would have been a great help. You know, every little bit helps. A little bit helps a lot. It goes a long way. Timothy's father or family had taken him as far as he could go at that time. God was promoting him to another level of learning experience, and responsibility. Before that could happen, the instrument uh, that he would use to prepare Timothy uh, was, on, was, was being structured. The Bible tells us in Acts 7, uh, 57 through 6, standing by, was de standing by as Deacon Stevens was exhorting uh, the word reminding the children of Israel of the promise, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ was a young man named Paul. Now, little did Paul know something was going to spring forth in him one day. Uh, and so, you know, with that being, you don't need to write a person off because a person is uh, may not be what you think they should be today. Because a person may not be acting a certain way that you think they should act because they don't talk the way you think they should talk. You know, I, I heard someone say one time uh, in reference to an individual that they had a worse sinner and uh, on the earth, you know, because they were so upset because the person wasn't bending to them. Now that person, that, that very person that they made that statement about is an evangelist teaching in the jails is an evangelist Bible teaching Bible study um, at 8 a.m. in the morning and studying the word of God and, and you know, and uh, but in the other individual eyes, they had wrote them off because of mm, don't write nobody off. Don't write a person off because they're not doing what you think they should be doing today. That same Holy Ghost that used Deacon Stevens would be using Paul and instead of Paul breathing out threats and arresting believers and uh, and dragging people off to be thrown into the lion's den. He That same breath that he used is now preaching the gospel, teaching and defending the word of God. 
people were scared of Paul, didn't know what to do. But a seasoned elder by the name of Barnabas ministered and mentored him and, and Paul after his conversion. And, and so now Timothy was going to be a recipient of the conversion of Paul. So you don't want to write nobody off. And, you know, and everybody needs some help. And Paul is uh, reaching out to this young man that after they had, had gone through, remember uh, Barnabas, and he, he, they're on evangelistic uh, uh, ministry, and Barnabas and, and Mark and Paul, they made their rounds, they went back, gave a report, they had to come back and spend some time just to set some things in order because they weren't trying to create uh, proselytes. They were not trying to cause Gentiles to convert to Judaism, but to but that people be free through Jesus Christ, uh, whom the whom the Lord makes free is free indeed. And so uh, and so they uh, Timothy and his family and him believed God. They believed the word of God. So during this evangelistic ministry, they heard the word and they believed. And so Paul, seeing uh, Timothy's his faithfulness, a, a good report, an honorable report, young men should have an honorable uh, position. And so as uh, you make that choice to be honorable and carry it out, you help your children be honorable. You don't allow them to do what they want to do. You give them guidance. You set structure. So that they, the Bible said, uh, train up a child in the way they should go. You set the standard, the standards, and you make sure that they stick with it. And so Timothy family had did that, and uh, and Paul is teaching him. Paul is going to teach him. Had noticed him, noticed his faithfulness. You got to give people something to work with. I, I applaud those that that see the goodness in an individual. You know, you see a young man and you might say, oh, well, he's a drug dealer. He's selling drugs. Well, obviously he has a mind for a mind of business. He want to make some money. That's someplace to start. Uh, he wants to be in sales or maybe he don't really want to be in sales, but don't see another option. But there's something to work with. You have to look at the element that can be capitalized upon and work with it. There was something in Timothy that could be worked with. He had, he had faith. Uh, he believed God. Well, let's work with that. And, and so uh, now Paul in his profession, Paul was a, a tent maker. And so um, we're not going to go into too far into that. But uh, Timothy would, would eventually, if he's with Paul, he's going to be learning to work with his hands and do some things. Uh, you know, and so First Timothy, um, I'm going to read a few verses here. Uh, verse, uh, first chapter, verse four, five, nine, ten, eleven says, "Neither, excuse me, he's telling Timothy, neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which minister questions, rather than godly edifying, which is in faith, so do." Now, the end of the commandment is charity out of a pure heart. You know, that word just stands out to me because so many, um, as I hear people, as I mentioned the other day, so many people are wondering, what's going on? What's going on? Why is there so much? It's, it's called hatred. 
and charity. Uh, charity, uh, if charity is being displayed, then we won't have the hatred. We won't have the prejudice. Charity, the Bible said that love, charity is love. Love covers a multitude of fault. So love is a blanket that covers things up instead of exposing it. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so it causes you to treat people differently. It causes you to treat people right. And so Paul says, now the end of the commandment is this. It's charity out of a pure heart. You can't fake love. Some people think they're going to be saved. They're going to be caught. I'm going to be raptured up. I'm a Christian. They gave themselves a title. I'm a Christian. I believe God, you know, and, um, but if, if you're not loving from a pure heart, a pure heart, that's what the Bible said, 100%, there's no place for you uh, in glory. There's no reward for you. Bible said charity out of a pure heart and of a good conscience and a faith unfringed. Knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for un unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers. Now, that's who the law is for. So some that wear badges, some that that wear suits and ties, some that even, I'm sorry, uh, are, are sheep or wolves in sheep clothing, snuck in. Jews said they snuck in to, to spy out the freedom of those that have been delivered those that are saved. And so there are those that even appear to be uh, uh, believers. I don't even want to refer to them as saints, but they appear to be believers. Uh, they're slayers of men. And so for homemongers and them that defile themselves with mankind and men, men stealers, for liars, for uh, uh, those that do these things, and any other, con and, and contrary to sound doctrine, according to the glorious gospel of, of, the, of the blessed God, which, I, which was committed to my trust. So Paul is teaching Timothy, look, you're going to, it's not just to believe in God, but when God call you, you know, I, the words of the song come to mind and says, there, there's more that I require of thee. When you get saved and as you mature, there's more required of you. Even in our natural, as we work on a job and, and stuff, there's more that becomes required of us. And it's up to us to embrace that and to carry out uh, that um, those responsibilities, especially if you want a greater reward. If you want a greater reward in your natural, you're going you're gonna to have to do more. You're going to have to learn more, specialize in the area and learn something and be very good at it and go beyond the, the norm. And don't, listen, secret here, don't tell everybody what you're doing. Don't let the right hand know what the left hand is doing. You know, learn what you need to learn and put it to practice. And so uh, the Lord blessed and Timothy is being, is being taught and being instructed and being shown what to do as uh, the Lord has instructed Paul. The scripture says, uh, the fourth verse, and as they went through the cities, they delivered them the decrees from 
uh, for to keep, you know, some instructions, some things that you're supposed to be doing, some things that's going to help you in your walk with the Lord. You know, and that's what ministry is about. It's about helping us, uh, each of us, uh, in our walk with the Lord. Uh, the Bible said, I was going to have faith. Faith come by hearing and hearing that of the word of God. And, and so you're going to have to hear in order to believe. You're going to have to hear in order to uh, yield yourselves and follow and do the will of God. Uh, it is so important, church, today, uh, uh, greater than any other day because yesterday is gone and today is here, that we know what to do. And you're not going to know what to do if you're not listening. You're not going to know what to do if you don't believe enough so that you can follow what God is saying. Uh, you're going to blow it off. Uh, you're going you're gonna to find yourself on a slippery slope uh, always. And so you, you want to make sure that, uh, that you follow the word of God wholeheartedly and know that there is more that is going to be required of you. Uh, as the spirit of the Lord, you know, I was thinking about the, the book of Acts and how as we read the book, as we see, it's not all, it's, there are spiritual and there are natural things that are constantly being addressed. And so the, the spirit of the Lord is structuring. God is setting forth structure uh, for the churches because uh, the scripture said, and so the churches were ex established in faith and increased in number daily. And so as the structure is being created, uh, there are uh, principles and standards and things that need to be set in order. Not that which was by the scribes and the Pharisees where there was an outward appearance. Uh, the Bible said that they were full of, uh, uh, outward appearance looked good, but they were full of dead man bones. Listen, I I'm... I'm going to wind down with that. Uh, and so I, I pray and hope that you have dedicated your life to the Lord today. If you haven't, that you that you rededicated your life to him, you know, and that you will be faithful as you believe the word of God, obedient unto the Lord. Uh, uh, be prayerful. Pray for one another. Certainly pray for me. I, I solicit your prayers. You know, as we endeavor to do the will of God, the Lord is blessing. And so um, if you've been blessed, listen, I, I share Sunday morning live, SML, uh, inside the pages with, with someone else. You know, if you Google it, you're going to find us on, on iHeart, Spotify, TuneIn, and other podcast carriers. And remember the songs featured are those respectively of the property of our songstress and our artists and uh, other producers. This is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. Until then, I hope to see you here or to see you there. Until then, be blessed in the Lord. Now will your heart
soul, save me.